everybody. The band is back together again. It's the Donna and Steve show. Producer I am Grant is also here. Hello. How's everybody? Uh, Hey, Donna. Hey, guys. Hey, Steve. Steve, we're in the same room. This is so bizarre. Yeah, this feels really fine. Mm -hmm. It's good. Sounds you. Again, he, he sounds full. Full, thank you. Yes. He sounds full. The mics sound different. Yeah, my headphones are broken. I've had two pairs of headphones in. I can't get more than sound out of one ear, just like I left this place. <laughs> I thought, ah, they, don't you go fixing things up while we're gone. Oh, man. And, uh, that's pretty cool. Donna, ah, oh, did we miss you deeply? I need updates. How is the College of Pop Culture Knowledge score? Oh, well. I have not been doing great. Good. That much I know. Yes. It's been. Woo! I no, believe I know Steve got to his 52nd win, but then on Friday while you guys were out, Shannon was representing you, Donna, and Brittany was representing Steve. Mm-hmm. Shannon did win to bring you to, I believe, either 48 or 49 wins. That's I have to close. confirm. So it's 52 to either 48 or 49. I have to confirm. Yes! Um, do you, while we have you there, oh, game maker, today is Wednesday, which means coming up in hour three at 1130, the Millennial X Games. The score or? I would like the score. The score of the Millennial X Games, I believe it is, I think you're up seven to four. Donna's down at four. I believe I'll okay. have to double check. I have to go check. Here's what I like about that is if I'm up seven to four, it would take at best scenario a month. That's true. And that feels good. For you. For me, it feels good. Oh. That's all right. My lawn looks great. Yes. Guys, you're sending I, pictures of your lawn now. I, I have never, in all the years that I've lived in this house, I've never seen my lawn look so good. Here's the secret water. True. Who knew? Okay. I mean, I didn't get the memo. What, what, do you, have you always had irrigation sprinkler yes. systems? Yeah. You so, just haven't run them routinely, maybe. So I run it. In all the time I've lived there, so we're talking 11 years, going on 12 years, Mm -hmm. I always thought that there was a rule that you can only water on odd days. Oh. I didn't know that you could could water every single day. So when my neighbor turned on my system for me, he was like, okay, so what time do you want it to go? I'm like, oh, I've got to figure what days. And he goes... Just do it every day. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I didn't know I could do it every day. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> I had no idea. I think a lot of people um, do it every day. Not everybody. Well, then I was talking to uh, a friend of mine who's like the lawn guru, and he was like, you water every day? I go, I just started doing it. And what did he say? He goes, oh, we don't. We, ha- we can only do every other. Yeah. It, it is up in the air as certain city to city. C- city to city. For me, I used to do the every day, but I found that that would cause me to mow a little bit more than I yeah, wanted exactly. to. Exactly. So a little I, greener. Yes. But a little mowing. So I found that a happy medium of eh, it feels like it's not going to rain for the next couple of days. I'll t- I'll turn it on here midday when it's hot, kind of give it a cool down. Yeah, I'm going to pull back, go back to every other. Oh, wait a minute, Grant, and I got a question for Grant. I'm so. Did you say you're turning it on midday? Yeah, you can. You're, yeah, I have some concerns about midday. It, don't they tell you that that's when you can? I know you know a lot about grass, Grant. Isn't that when you can you can sort of burn stuff, which is why they tell you to do it in the morning or at yes, night? Yes, you can. If it's especially sh- if it's really short, 
That's yes. why, because it'll sit and it'll like kind of boil yeah. in the water. Um, but if you're doing it for a long period of time where I'm watering for about 45 minutes, it's soaking it enough where, mm. and I usually do it about that three o'clock time range. So it's mm. towards the later end of the evening, but it's also at that peak heat. It's to, what I used to do. I use it from golf, from the golf course is it would, um, when they're in shock because it's a little hot, they appreciate a little drink of water, even though you're not supposed to. Do a little bit because you'll burn it if you if you it's a happy medium. You don't want to drown it. Okay. And you don't want to do too little because you'll burn it. Okay, now I'm thinking with the very hot weather that we have coming this weekend, we're gonna be in the nineties. You oh know that like ninety three, no. ninety two, into next week. That 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 might be a good time to do a uh, a daily either early morning or or, or overnight, whatever. Thorough, deep watering, yes. Grant. Is this one we wanted to really get a good yes. drink? And the longer it goes, the deeper into the roots mm. that the water will will soak down into. Lawn talk. Now, wait a minute. The other thing that you missed is that I planted trees a while back. And I came back after a few days away with my measuring tape, proudly in hand, ready to go and measure the trees. And I realized that the uh, some of my sprinklers, you know, which go left to right, ended up essentially harming the top of the trees so that then the top part now was just bent over and hanging down and totally crimped, which means I had to prune off roughly a foot to a foot and a half. So you lost the height. I lost the height. And now I don't even know. I have to go, Grant, I don't know. I have to go and I have to look at these sprinklers to figure out if they are shooting too low, can I get them to shoot up higher or lower? Because it's fine if it goes lower. I need it to go to a to a spot of my lawn that or the spot of the trees that is stronger and the bottom is stronger. I need it. To, I don't know. I got yeah, to adjust the sprinklers. You need to hire a professional. I got it professional, but uh, they just came out. I don't bring them out. I, I have a professional gym right here. You want to ask me yeah, a quick question? Jim, Do we have Bo. a second? Sorry to throw you off here, Jim. How hey, you doing? Jim. Morning. It's Jim. Hey, That's Jim. All right. You always call me Jim, and I'll probably start Wait, answering to that. What is your is name? It Tim? Tim. Is it Tim? Tim. Timbo. Oh, hi, Tim. Timbo, Timbo. What's, on, what's on your heart in the world of watering? Well, I'm an irrigation professional, you might say. Um, and I was telling Grant, you, you really want to get all your water on the grass before the sun comes up. Okay. Um, so it doesn't evaporate, so the breeze doesn't come up and blow the water away. Dry it out. And you want that water to get down into the soil yes. below the roots so when the sun comes up and the grass is looking for water, it's nice and thirsty, it's got to go deep to find it. That would, that's what will encourage the roots to grow. Timbo, while we have you on the line, and this is this is really helpful, I've been learning about this, the deep root watering so that they keep going deeper into the ground, stronger grass. In my case, as you might know, I'm an arborist, amateur, and I'm growing trees. Um, Jim, if I have sprinklers that are in the back of the lawn and they are... Like cutting into a fragile part of the tree, am I able to adjust those sprinkler heads so that they don't shoot at that same uh, height? Do you know what I'm saying here? Yes. Uh, well, to a certain extent, at the height, you can move them further away from the tree. You can adjust them so they don't rotate, you know, 360 degrees to hit the tree. Okay. Um, there are a lot of different things that you can do, um, but right. I've, I've never seen a sprinkler head like wear through the bark on a tree. 
These are little baby trees. These these are babies. These are twigs, Jim. These are yeah. twigs. So it is conceivable for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you, they're, they're easily moved. They're moved and there are multiple heads that you can get that do different things. Like I have certain parts of my lawn where it I don't want a big one going all over the place. And you can get a little short spray. So you could do that, Steve, as well. <sighs> what a journey. All right. Tim. Careful. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I'd be careful mixing the rotating heads with the stationary spray heads. Um, typically, you want those rotating heads to water at least twice as long as the stationary ones. So when you mix them on a zone, you're either going to underwater or overwater some part of that zone. Jimbo, we love you. Tim. We wish we had more time, and we don't. We got to go to break. Thank you for the watering tips. Right Thank on. you so much for listening. Hey, when we come back, we got some things that make you go, huh? Next on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex, and you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey guys, good morning, welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts too. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. Oh yeah, guys. I got a fascinating fact for you about politics. You know, we love to talk politics here. We want to know where do you stand on hot topic issues? Okay, none of that's true. Although this is fascinating. <laughs> this is I guess more math than politics, but get this. It what do you think the lowest percentage of the popular vote is? Did somebody say hybrid poplar? Oh, the lowest percentage of the popular vote in order to win a presidential election here in these United States. The lowest percentage, percentage popular vote. I want to be popular. popular vote. Um, the lowest. I don't know. He won with blank percent of the vote. Mm, 65%. That is such a troubling answer, I think, for a lot of people. 20%. Okay, because you like just went way over half, which is weird. That was tough. I don't know. You were closer the second time. The answer is you can win the presidential election with 22% of the popular vote. But Steve, tell us how. To have enough electoral votes to win, you'd have to win the 39 smallest states in Washington, D.C. So if you won the 39 smallest states, but let's say you missed out on, you know, Florida, New York, Texas, etc., you could still win with just 22% of the popular vote. Hmm. Things oh, no. Of all the circulating U.S. currency in the world, about 80% is in $100 bills. That's high. 80%? Of all circulating U.S. currency, 
is in the form of $100 bills, then why don't more places accept them? Right? Right? What are you, you going to make me out? Suddenly, I pay you with a bill that has been given to me and issued by the Treasury. And now I'm a criminal? Now you hold it up to the light? I think uh, people do accept them. You're right. <laughs> Maybe I got upset for no reason. <laughs> I don't like to them. carry hundreds. I don't remember the last time I saw a $100 bill. But do you like it when they check them? They check them right in front of you. They look at you like you're suddenly sketchy. Hey, I've no. at the golf course. I had multiple fake fifties come through that golf course all the time. So it's a definite like you need to check it. You need to check them. Whose side are you on, Grant? I love you, buddy, but that is for businesses. You got to make sure you're getting paid. Yeah, America's all right. Go ahead. America's oldest ally is Morocco. It became the first nation to recognize the United States in December of 1777, and we've had an unbroken treaty with them ever since. You don't hear about us going to war with Morocco. Hmm. You're going deep into history today. Listen, what it gives me, I give you, and it's given me politics today. The difference between a play in New York's theater district being Broadway, off-Broadway, or off-off-Broadway is not the location. It is the size of the theater. Oh, interesting. Over 500 seats, Broadway. 100 to 499, off-Broadway. 99 and below, off-off-Broadway. Get out of here. A thing of the me, you go home. A thing of the me, you go home. Don't worry, we have time. <laughs> uh, let's see oh, here. God. That's interesting. Days like in. That. Days Inn didn't get its name because you're supposed to stay for days or anything like that. It's named after its founder, <gasps> Cecil B. Day. Love it. It's Days Inn. Let's go back to Broadway. Okay. Since everybody just learned something about what it means to be Broadway, off Broadway, off, off Broadway. Um, what is the best Broadway show that you've seen? Do you remember seeing one that you just thought, wow, this is good? Yeah, Aida. Oh, we're back to this. This is like 40 <laughs> days later, and you don't mean Evita. Uh, is it, no, I don't. It's Aida. Uh- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
but that was a good show, and you can't beat the Lion King. I mean, have you seen that? No. Not even here? No. Oh, Steve. It's like nothing I've ever... He just... The animals, the procession of animals when the show Mm. starts is so impressive. Is it... Am I shallow? You don't have to answer this. If I think it's going to be missing something without the voice of Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Simba, Grant, you know what I'm talking about. 100% with you. Uh, Can I say... uh, So I've never seen Lion King. Here's a play that never got its proper due, and it's another Disney show, and I saw this in, oh, humble brag, New York City. I was 12. Little boy. Very little. I was a tiny little boy. So small. (laughs) And you know what I saw? No, I'm waiting for you to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Again, we have time. No, I saw Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. And there was the scene of Be Our Guest. Was so great. And nobody raves about that. It's been off Broadway for a long time. Very long time. (laughs) Hey, that's all the fun facts that we have today. Fortunately, we have a few minutes to find out how Donna most recently (gasps) embarrassed herself at a public place. Yes. So. (laughs) What happened? I'm driving home from the cabin. Mm Mm-hmm. And your girl gets hungry. As you do. And so I thought, I'm going to go through the drive-thru at McDonald's. Yes. I wait and wait because it was very busy. Mm. This is Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. And I wait and I wait. Mm. And I get to the speaker. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to McDonald's. Hi, can I take your order? You would do so good in a drive-thru. <laughs> so I say, well, it's probably my future, so that's good. <laughs> So I say, I says to the girl, I says, can I get an Egg McMuffin? Yes, queen. And she says, we stopped serving breakfast at 10 a.m. No. Oh, no. And I said, oh, I thought that was just, you know, during the pandemic. I thought all day breakfast. Right? And I'm vaccinated. So haven't you gone back to normal? Right? <laughs> Totes. So she says, no, we don't have any. And I'm like, okay, can I get a grilled chicken sandwich? And she says... We don't have grilled chicken sandwiches. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, for on the menu. <laughs> uh, right? So then I go, okay, I'm just going to drive through. And she's like, well, can I get you some ice cream? I'm like, who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> <laughs> no, so I say, how about a cup of coffee? Okay. How about, so then I order a latte. But I almost order. just, I Sorry. almost just drove right out of the line just like what happened to the grilled chicken sandwich has mcdonald's had a grilled chicken sandwich yes really i thought so all they have is all that breaded crap no that's the stuff that you want you still not eating a chick-fil-a right you haven't had chick-fil-a, I've had a Chick-fil-A before breaded yeah oh and you didn't like it the it's spicy very chicken. buttery the okay okay, the, okay the. <laughs> so i just i thought oh man if steve was with me right now, he'd be so mortified. You know what I like about that drive through attendant is that she tried to offer you ice cream, she which did. is cool. Yeah, and you're right. She had no idea who was in the vehicle. <laughs> she didn't know that you could ask 100 people that, and there would be 99 would say, absolutely, thank you for offering that. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, I mean, like, she was really doing her job. She was trying to make you happy.
I know. And then I like the, I'm just going to drive through, which is kind of a mind game to the attendant, right? <laughs> They're like, yes, I know. May I help you? As you drive by, you just give uh, them the... She's like, I'm sorry. I know. Uh, totally. <laughs> I am so impressed by drive through workers. That's hard. That's oh, like That's like... I would be so stressed. And Starbucks, especially, if you ever go through a Starbucks drive through you see that there's only two people inside yes. working on your order. Yes, and everybody at like a Starbucks line is so entitled. They just feel like, get me my drink the exact way that I ordered it, please, and make it snappy. And meanwhile, you got two hourly employees behind there hustling. I know, they are hustling. If you go to a drive-thru today, look the person in the eye and say, thank you so much. Yeah, thank I you know for this working. Is hard. Yeah. Yeah, really hard. And maybe leave a tip. I used to be like really really adamant about not leaving tips because they charge so much for their coffee. It's not their fault. They didn't set the prices. Exactly. <laughs> They're just so getting their I'm nine sorry, bucks an hour. Okay? Yeah. All right. I'm no, sorry. you're forgiven. All is absolved. Steve, I am very excited to talk to you about a show that we both finished. And I caught up. You are completely. I'm all there. I was a few episodes behind at the beginning, and then we went on a tear this last week and a half. Oh, I cannot wait to hear what you thought about the finale of Murder Durder. Murder. Murdered, Murderder. <laughs> we'll get to that uh, coming up next. We're talking about Mayor of no. East Town. Okay. Murder Durder. Murder. Murder? Clarence? You know what's tougher than working out? Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Oh boy, I caught up on a little TV on my vacay. Just finished Mayor of East Town. Murder, murder. Murder. They murder, murder. And it was great. It was it was so well told. It was so well unraveled it's a yes it's a murder mystery murder murder it's on hbo max and it's it's really good here's what i liked most in a murder mystery it's very easy to throw out a red herring look over here yeah just for the sake of looking over there and yes. i think back to and I, i've referenced this before but i think back to lost the show on abc that of course had a lot of mystery baked into it and it there were just red herrings that were thrown out there, and then they were never fully explained. And you just, oh, you just made me look over there so that I didn't see what you were doing with your other, other exactly. hand. Exactly. Very well said. But in Mayor of Easttown, when they have you look over there, and it sure, it is to sort of give you a little bit of a head fake, but at least they round out the story and they explain that side of it. So yes. if you start barking up a tree, yes. you'll receive resolution as to why you would have barked up what turns out to be the wrong tree. Right. Yes. It it was really really well done and it's not like graphic but you know there there was a murder in episode 1, but they don't they don't like what's the word I'm looking for? They don't keep going back to that. They don't show if you so if you don't if you think murder I don't want to see somebody yeah, get murdered or whatever it's more the mystery it part. is so the mystery and it is so darn well told and it's so well 
acted. Yes. So the the writing is fabulous. Uh, Kate Winslet, you know, after this finale, there. Did you watch the the after show? Thing? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, did you? Yeah, it wasn't that. Excuse me, it wasn't that long. It, it was pretty short, but yeah. it was so amazing to see to hear all these people with their accents, their natural sure accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kate Winslet uh, obviously has you know an English accent, a British accent. Then there's the guy who plays her boyfriend is Australian. Yes. And then her daughter, Siobhan, is also British, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. It was just so oh my. crazy to see that and to see, you know, how Kate Winslet actually took some liberties with the character that mm-hmm. she at times would say, I don't. I think Mayor would be snacking on something right now, don't you think? Oh. And, you know, there's a scene where she opens a can of Cheese Whiz. Do you remember that? She just puts the the cap in her mouth and rips it off and just very Mayor-like. She just did such a great job. Uh, Expect her to be winning lots of awards. Is that why you're dressed as her today? Because you had just finished it? <laughs> you are so funny. It's a joke. You can't joke anymore. Um, and it's very, and, and they also talked about their, you know, di- there was a dialect coach who. Oh, for that like Philly, Eastern yes. Pennsylvania accent, which is so particular. It, especially with the O's, because you have to be super careful with that accent because it could sound Southern. Yes. If you do it wrong. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's a lot like you would say like hoagie. There's this right. weird, weird like stretching, rounding yes. out. Because Pittsburgh, where I'm from, has a similar accent, but it's different. So they're similar in some ways. A lot like, oh my gosh, like that's Pittsburgh is, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Did you murder her? So there are these similarities where yes. the vowels just sort of like stretch out and get lazy in the middle. Right. And yeah. so Gene Smart, um, who plays the mom, was talking about, you know, it there would be a point where she'd go, come on, you gave me like five lines with everyone. Every other word is an O, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and she, she was a really great in time. it too. Gene Smart was so good in it. So good. And she's also in that other hacks show hacks on HBO Max yes. as well. And she's great in that too. Very different character. Um, but the show is so good. If you haven't started watching it, highly recommended. Um, Mayor of Easttown. And what did you think about how it ended? How, I mean, I, I did not see that coming. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody saw it coming. So good. And then there was even a point when my wife said out loud, I don't, nothing will be spoiled, don't worry, you don't have to turn off. Uh, my wife said out loud what she thought she was seeing, and I was like, no, I don't think that's yeah. it. Oh my gosh, that's it. It was just... Yeah, it was it was really well, and crazy. the acting between the two friends, between her and her friend Lori, yes. on the show. I mean, it's so realistic. Very much so. So realistic. That actress the who feelings. played Lori, her friend. I don't uh, know who that is. She, she was great. Is great. She I, was she was really great, and it just so it just really keeps you guessing in a in an interesting way. There was a point where, after a few episodes in, we looked at each other and said, so it's this person, right. and now we're just going to be on the hunt? Is that is that right. what happens now? Yeah. And then you get spun around, and then you learn different things about different people and figure out... And by the way, I, I'll just say that I was very wrong 
about one person that I had a hunch about the entire time, and I was I was dead wrong. I was way off. Really, way off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to say too much. I just I you think that it's about to be wrapped up, and you're like, then there's another story to be told. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So a few episodes into Mayor of Easttown, we think we've got it figured out, and now we'll watch how they officially pin right someone down. Likewise, at the the final episode. It's an hour long, 15 minutes in, you feel like you've figured out resolution. Yes. And then you're like, what, are they just going to slowly unravel this and let us know how everybody's doing now? No, 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 no. Au contraire, mon frere. There is more. Shish kebab. I Listen, I'm proud to be an HBO Max subscriber for the moment. I have to figure, you got to give me something else. I'm doing 15 bucks a month. Oh, really? Is that how much it is? 15 bucks a month. Wow, that's a lot. That's what I think. Yeah, that's too much. Um, Maybe hacks. watch hacks. I think you might enjoy that. Um, one more thing about Mayor of Easttown. The very last scene, I just thought was beautifully done. It was. It, it was the perfect way to wrap up the whole series. Yes, and you know I'm so. I would like to say that in, in some ways I'm smarter than my wife, and in some ways she's smarter than I am. And it's always the case in shows. That she figures things out like a minute before I do, you know? That's and so, frustrating. Yeah, and then I just, I used to say like, oh no, don't tell me anything. I don't want to know. I want to figure this out on my own. But now I like to just sort of like verbally process with her. Yeah. But even even something like the last scene, which was more beautiful, less mysterious, just she knew that was coming. And I oh, would have never did? guessed that that was happening. I, I was, forgot about that. It, yes! I know! And then I was like, oh, 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 it makes me want to cry right now thinking about it. Um, By the way, people, of course, loving the show. They're also loving an interview that Kate Winslet did with the New York Times. And she just sounded like she was in such defense of her character, Mare. She just said that, you know, like she didn't allow the makers of that show to correct her flaws. Because she felt that it was just an important part of her character. Don't airbrush yep. me in any way. Just let yep. me be me as her. And she says that's why people have connected with this character in the way that they have. Because there are no filters. It's, right. You feel like you're seeing you do. somebody different. And uh, she says, she's here's how she describes Mare. Kate Winslet says she's a fully functioning, flawed woman with a body and a face that moves in a way that is synonymous with her age and her life and where she comes from. I think we're starved of that a bit. So she was saying she like she didn't let them. There's a scene where her stomach's out, and they were like, yeah. "Oh, we'll fix that up." And she was like, "Don't you dare touch it. Just leave it. Leave it there." I know how many wrinkles lines yep. are next to my eyes, so yep. don't mess with those. And Kate Winslet's point is, we need we need this. As you watch that, you relate so deeply because you finally yep. are sitting there saying, "That's like me. That's right. like I would you're be on not, camera." It's not like you're watching a movie star. Right. You're you're seeing yourself through that right. character. And I think it's really interesting how they they went about dressing these people, mm. the cast. Mm. They they went and scouted out like people in um Walmart, for example, sure. in the local town and took pictures of what people were wearing. And that was part of the inspiration of yes. dressing them so that they were dressed like the people in that area really dress and they it probably helped too that they were filming in the actual you know in that part of the 
yes. country in the state. Yeah. So did they I, film on location in Eastern Pennsylvania? Did they yes. talk about that? Yes. Yeah, it, you can't really mimic those. You know, like the row houses that you see. I was yes. just in Pittsburgh, and we're driving through, and it's we don't have that much here, but where it is, you could reach out and touch your neighbor's house. Right. Just right through the window. Yes. That's funny you say that, because when I was back home, I was like, it's just so interesting to me. Like, you could be walking on a sidewalk and be touching someone's front door. Yes. You know, because the houses yes. wow. are so close to the sidewalk. Yeah. Oh. It has yeah. this old-timey... East Coast vibe yeah, to it. Totally. They don't build them like they, they used to. They sure don't, Steve. Okay, though. Okay, though. Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max. Check it out. When we come back. Uh, I've got another audio illusion for you. Ooh. We all listened to one last week from TikTok. You will hear the same thing, same audio the whole time, but I will tell you the new thing that you're hearing. It's the power of suggestion next on my talk. And we're back. Thank you for listening. Don't forget. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up at 10.30 today on the Donna and Steve show. I'm going to win. That's just some good-natured ribbing, gang. (laughs) And then at 11.30, the Millennial X Games. Oh, and stick around. 11.45, we do our first live slap fight (laughs) to celebrate COVID being gone. By the way, guess who I just saw in the hall? Hannah. Well, first of all, I heard her from, she was like, Langs, everyone needs TikTok. And I thought, is that really her? (laughs) I I don't remember what she looks like. Yeah. And I hugged her. And she specifically asked me not to. Due to to like, you know, mask reasons. No, that's not true. We hugged each other. It was great. And then she said, Steve, I'm an anti-vaxxer. How's Casca? <laughs> Do you guys even have the vaccine there? Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come, Come on and party tonight. Okay, this is going to be fun. I like this. Yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, I like a good audio illusion. We did one while you were gone, Donna. It was really good. Really? Yeah, we would play. TikTok is doing these now, where there's a TikTok video, and then they uh, show you all of the different words that you can hear from the same clip. Neat. So last time we had it, it was iPhone, 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 or Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Same audio. The whole time. This one is, it is looping audio, but there are, there's a little variation each time the person, the kid, says something. And we're going to warn you, it's a little on the annoying side. Very. Yeah, these all lean super annoying. Yeah. Um, so, the first thing that you're going to hear is milk or juice. Okay? okay. Milk or juice. Yep. Okay, now that's the first one. Now we're going to hear <laughs> it's two, so annoying. Two plus two is what you're gonna hear this time, okay? Two plus two. Here we go. Yep. Okay, now we're going to hear let's just do the one time <laughs> instead of all four times. <laughs> No. no. Now I'm going to discipline See? you. Right. Now we're going to hear you'll float too. Like you will float too. You'll oh, float that's too. Creepy. Here we go. You'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. You'll float too. Yep. 
Stop it. Okay, now look, Grant's saying that's creepy. That's that's giving him the wrong vibes. How about this? Now we're gonna go to it's from it. God loves you. That's huh. exactly how they preach at my church on Sundays. <laughs> Isn't it interesting, though, that you can hear what they're telling you to hear every time? Yeah, it's not quick. like that Yanni and Laurel thing. Laurel, right? Laurel, Yanni. Based on how creepy that kid was, I'm going with "You'll Float Too" because it reminds me of it, the movie It, because they all float down here. Y'all float too. Ew. That's oh. that with the way he was screaming it. I'm gonna I'm go g- with God loves you. You think that's how people tell people that God loves you? God Depends God. on the church, man. Some are some are emotional or churches. A preacher down on mm. the corner telling you that you're a sinner every two seconds too. There's that. But you gotta get your attention. Yeah. Sounds like Grant's been hollered at on the street yeah, for well, you, know, you go down to the beach in Florida or if you're oh, yeah. in certain cities, they sit, oh, you're having fun. You're a sinner. And it's like, okay, they're just looking to rile you up, get you all angry, which yeah. they get people angry. And so. it works. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, too. Oh, that kid's creepy. You guys. What? Well, listen to this headline. Half of us think dinosaurs might still exist in a remote corner of the world. <laughs> Who's us? Don't lump me into us. Okay, right? So listen, so yesterday, I guess, was International Dinosaur Day. Nice. And so there was a poll that found American adults um, know very little about dinosaurs. Okay, close to half of Americans said they think it's possible that they still exist. Here are just a few more quick facts because i saw this and i'm going to say something okay y'all are crazy okay one in five adults think dinosaurs were still roaming the earth in large numbers 100 years ago <laughs> so wait okay 100 so, years ago 100 years <laughs> ago so Betty, so when betty white was born <laughs> oh the roaring 20s hey fossil records put it at more like 65 million years Fifty-four percent think they only lived in Africa and North America, but their bones have been found all over the world. All over the place, Pangea. Nice. The average adult can name four different dinosaurs. I don't know if I can. Let's see if we can get to five. Are we above average? I'm gonna. Let's start with Stegosaurus. Actually, don't want you go. Yes, because I think I could bang out five pretty <laughs> right. quick. T Rex. Say the whole name, please. Uh, T Rexosaurus. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Uh, Brontosaurus. That's two. Um, the uh, Velociraptor. So that one doesn't fly. I know. That, oh, were you? Is this short hands or were you flying? I don't know. <laughs> Raptor claws. Uh, elephant. Yep. Alligator. Yes. Bird. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> what if we did Tyrannosaurus Rex, Brontosaurus, Stegosaurus? Oh. Velociraptor. Okay. Pterodactyl. Oh, good one. That's five. That's five right Rhinoceros. there. Rhinoceros. Okay. Right? <laughs> it does kind of have a dinosaur vibe, kimono right? Kimono dragon. Right. Komodo. Excuse me. I said kimono dragon. Which a is kimono different. is like a duster. Correct. Mm, nice. Wealth and knowledge over well, there. Well, what's up with like hippopotamuses? What, I, what what do you mean? What's up with them? Like they look very dinosaurish. <laughs> so do crocodiles? Yeah, 
Turtles. Yes. Certain animals have a very prehistoric look to them. Elephants. They're probably descendants of some sort, I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. The great white shark, I believe, is a descendant of actual dinosaurs. I wow. Really. I think so, yeah. Listen to you two. I didn't know you were so dinosaur ignorant. Oh, <laughs> very much so. So you'd kind of be like one of the people who... Hundred years ago, no, the end I of World no, War One was not. when the T Rex came in and bit. <laughs> no, I wouldn't the have thought enemy. that. No, no. Do you believe in Sasquatch? Harry and the Hendersons. Question. I still haven't watched that. Donna, you'll love it if you watch it. If you just the sit best. down and watch it, you'll love that movie. Watched it this weekend, Steve. Fantastic. What's his oh. face is in it? John Lithgow. The best. Oh. Winston Churchill. 